guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So like I said yesterday, we're going to spend the next couple days, just the last couple episodes of this week, in Gethsemane with the Savior. A difficult, very intense, very heavy time period. There's a couple principles here that I think are so important for us to understand that are going to, like I said yesterday, from this young missionary who gave the counsel to just help us appreciate and love Jesus just a little bit more. So you go into verse 39, it says, And he came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. You know, that word want right there, you click on it, and it says accustomed. So I like to think that the Mount of Olives and Gethsemane, this is not the first time Jesus has been there. In fact, John chapter 8, verse 1, it talks about Jesus going to the Mount of Olives. I like to think in my mind that this is a place that he went often. It's a place that he went to commune with his Father. It was a place of comfort. It was a place of peace, because what Jesus is about to do is going to require all of the strength and all of the comfort necessary to be able to go through what he is going to go through. I think it's important to be able to have those places that we can go to. Even Joseph Smith in Joseph Smith history, talking about the sacred grove, he talks about going to a place where he had previously designed to go. In fact, I love in the video that the church has put together, it shows an axe in a little tree stump right there. This is where Joseph knew it's maybe a place that he had been to. It's a place where he felt comfortable communing with God. And I like to think that Gethsemane was also a place where Jesus Christ loved to be able to commune with his father as he is about to go through the most incredible, torturous, horrible pain. Verse 40, And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. We're going to talk more about that tomorrow, actually. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed. Verse 42 is so instructive, saying, Father, If thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. I really believe the word nevertheless might be one of the most important words in scripture. I I know I say that a lot, and I, I like to fuss over words and make a big deal about words. This is a word that needs to be studied and needs to be understood. That word nevertheless. I looked it up. Look at some of the synonyms for it. In spite of that, Nonetheless, even so, however, be that as it may, for all of that, having said that, all the same, in any event, I love this one right here, come what may. We've seen that phrase a lot. Joseph B. Worthlin gave a talk called Come What May and Love It. Boy, that puts an interesting perspective on that phrase coming from this verse right here is one of the definitions of nevertheless. In the midst of all of this, he's like, if there's another way, that would be awesome. Nonetheless, Or, but if not, those who know me well know how much the words, but if not, mean something to me. You know, go back to the Old Testament in Daniel chapter 3. You can watch our Bomb Bites episode about that phrase. It's the same principle right here. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. You know, oftentimes we will look at the Savior and we will think, boy, he did this for me. You know, even the children's song, Gethsemane, Jesus loves me. That's absolutely true. I'm not trying to discount that at all. But there is something to be understood about this phrase, not my will, but thine be done. Now, if you click on the word remove in that verse 42, it's going to take you over to section 19 of the Doctrine and Covenants. And this is where Joseph Smith was having some interactions with Martin Harris. And we know these verses well. These are seminary scripture mastery verses. They're doctrinal mastery. They're important to understand. Verse 18, 
which suffering caused myself, even God, the greatest of all, to tremble because of pain and to bleed at every pore. You know, later on in verse 44 of Luke 22, it talks about here how his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood. Whenever I think of that, I think of the sacrament hymns and how they often lead us to helping us understand and appreciate the suffering of the Savior right here. And it says, and to suffer both body and spirit, back in section 19, and would that I might not drink the bitter cup and shrink. But then you get to verse number 19, where you see that wonderful, instructive, powerful word, nevertheless, and this phrase is so good, Glory be to the Father. And I partook and finished my preparations unto the children of men. You know, again, we think, why did Jesus do this? Did he do it for me? Yes, but first and foremost, his greatest concern was that glory went to the Father. Jesus did this because first of all, he loved his Father. And second of all, because he loves you and I. Which if you think about it, what has he been teaching his disciples all along? The two great commandments. You love God and you love your neighbor. Jesus exemplified these two great commandments in his most difficult of moments. And I am so grateful at that moment that he loved his father so much that he is willing to go through that. And you and I are the beneficiaries of his love for his father. He did that for him, for his glory. God's work and glory is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. And Jesus did that. Verse 42 is so instructive. It teaches me the importance of not my will, but thine be done. But in everything that we do, we focus first of all on how much we love God. And as we do those things, it is also going to affect how we interact and how we are able to bless other people's lives as well. I think that's such an amazing thing that's taught here in the Garden of Gethsemane, and Jesus does it so well. I'm grateful for his example for that and how it has benefited me so much. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.